listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. The critical topic that we're going to bring up today is the topic of perception and consciousness and the way we choose to think, how we choose to use our brains, our cognitive processes, our logic, our reason, and so on and so forth. Why is that important? Because whether or not we choose to use our brain, that we choose to access our consciousness, this will largely determine the quality of our reality, the quality of whether or not we can accomplish the goals that God has put in our heart. In other words, whether we succeed or fail in life is largely based on our comprehension of the truth in terms of. How do we perceive reality? How do we uh, think about what happened to us in, in the present, the past, and the future? In other words, your mind is some kind of software operating system. It, it is a technology, and we need to remember that. Now, we can argue about who created the technology of the mind, the software of the mind, and it's evident by just glancing at people all over the world and their behavior, it's obvious that there was some great external force that created our minds, our consciousness, our perception, whether we choose to perceive reality in terms of faith or whether we uh, choose to uh, see reality in terms of fear and what we do with our cognitive abilities. You know, it is not an accident that God created you and God created me. It's not an accident that God created you, your mother, your father, and so on and so forth, down through the ages. This is not an accident. It's not a coincidence. The reality is you were chosen by God before the foundation of the world. God knew you before the foundation of the world, and he chose you to be here for such a time as this. He divinely selected you to live in this time period in order to fulfill a specific and particular mission. Now let's take it even, let's push the envelope even farther. <clears throat> in the Old Testament and throughout the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, the deeper truths of the Bible just don't pop open because, you know, you're like a, a miner with a flashlight and a, some kind of hammer, and you, you, you've gone down into the uh, copper mine or the gold mine or whatever mine it is, and you're digging for minerals and substances that have enormous value, such as gold, such as diamonds and other precious metals and, and, and jewels. And so when you discover those precious metals and jewels, they bestow upon you enormous, enormous wealth, which gives you enormous power, which gives you access to buying and selling and doing all kinds of things that an ordinary person misses out on. But before you have been given that ability, and let me suggest to you that every day of your life, every day of your life, that includes today, you may want to get a notebook with a pen, <clears throat> but I, what I want to talk to you about is that every day of your life, if you are saved, if you have become God's child by faith, every day of your life, you will find, if you have your spiritual eyes open, you will find that the Lord God, the Lord Jesus Christ, will come down from heaven and he visits you, and he counsels you, and he talks with you, and he leads you, and he guides you, and he inspires you, and he provides for you, and he does all kinds of things when he visits you. But, but the critical thing is that God is visiting you, and God is visiting his people because he loves you, and that's very important to understand, to, to comprehend that God loves you. And it is the desire and will of God, because he loves you, to develop you, to lead you, 
to grow you and eventually teach you to be when you grasp the the enormous spiritual power God has given you. When you grasp that power and you learn how to use it, you can be an overcomer. You can be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. In other words, let me put it this way. God has given you the supernatural power to solve your problems. It is not just up to you and your energy and your strength. It is not just up to you to be an overcomer and a conqueror. You become an inheritor and a conqueror and an overcomer the moment you choose as your existing as your being in your reality, the moment you choose to walk or march forward in faith. How do you do that? How do you walk forward in faith? You walk forward in faith by walking forward and simultaneously believing in the promises of God. So when you move forward in life and believe in the promises of God, God begins to supernaturally open doors for you in the physical, material realm. You will find that your enemies are conquered and subdued. You will find that you are provided for supernaturally, assuming that you are in synchronization with the will of God. And you will discover that God will begin to download into your mind an incredible Download package of incredible wisdom, perception, intelligence. You know, it's not just some sidebar that that God says to you and God says to his people things like, um, you know, you, you ask God and whatever you ask God, he will do it for you. That the key thing here, the critical thing here is that God will give you what you ask for in Jesus' name, that God will give you what you believe him for by faith. If you'll operate within the context of the laws of faith, you will see all kinds of doors previously shut. They will will begin to supernaturally open up for you. And that's incredible. That's just absolutely incredible. So here we are together in probably one of the most difficult and challenging time periods in the history of Earth and the history of human civilization. Never before in the history of mankind has mankind been faced with a steady barrage, with a steady onslaught of challenges, of disease pandemics, of pandemics, of things like COVID and viruses, and many of these things like the viruses and the COVID-19, these are all man-made weapons. These are, when you have wisdom, now I need you to listen to me very, very carefully. Please don't listen and assume falsely that you know the answers, unless you really do know the answers, that's another thing. But if you're a pretender in knowing the answers, uh, that's not going to get you across into the promised land. You can't play at this. You can't pretend at this. The way this works is you come to God as a child of God and ask God in the name of Jesus to give you supernatural wisdom, to activate the mind of Christ, to download into your body, mind, brain, and spirit all kinds of supernatural answers, all kinds of supernatural uh, reservoirs of wisdom. And as you allow the Lord God to reframe your mind, as you allow the Lord your God to remove the demonic strongholds of limitation from your mind, as you begin to allow the Lord to be Lord in the inner sanctums of your mind, then the Lord begins to send into your inner man or woman, he begins to infuse in you his supernatural energy, his supernatural power, and you become more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. 
Now, what supernatural energy and supernatural power are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the supernatural power and energy that Jesus Christ referred to when he commanded his disciples to tarry in, in Jerusalem until the Father sent power from on high upon his people. Jesus Christ commanded his disciples to to tarry in in Jerusalem until they were collectively clothed with power from on high. So God has this promise, and this is what it is exactly called in the Bible. God the Father wants to send you his promise. His promise is the promise of incredible, infinite, supernatural power that you can access at a moment's notice if you come to God in faith in the name of Jesus Christ and call upon God to release his supernatural power in your life. And when you do that, your life will be miraculously, miraculously transformed. So, why are we talking about this? We're talking about this once again because right now we are in the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind in the history of the world. There has never been a time in human history, never, where um, God has chosen to release his supernatural power in the lives of his people in an unprecedented way. So the way you release the supernatural power is by operating within the principles of the Word of God. Most specifically, you begin to operate within the power of faith. If you move out in faith, which means you're going to believe God for the impossible, if you move out in faith and believe God for the impossible, there is nothing that you propose to do that will be kept from you. Nothing you endeavor to do, nothing you propose to do, will be withheld from you as long as you come to God to his throne room by faith in Jesus Christ and by faith alone. Putting your belief system in the hands of God and believing God, which is is a way of relationship with him where you're not subdued by doubts, but you are reprogrammed by the word of God. And now you have the power to, and you choose to uh, walk in faith Towards Jesus Christ and abide by faith in Jesus Christ. This releases the miraculous power of God. So let's discuss quickly an itemize or bullet point using the biblical text from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Let's itemize or bullet point some pertinent examples of how God can supernaturally clothe you with power from on high. A key example would be when Jesus Christ came to his disciples and exhorted them to to be clothed with power from on high, to to be uh, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Those are some examples. So if you, as a believer in Jesus Christ, find yourself buffeting and bouncing against a massive wall of unbelief or a massive wall of satanic energy opposing you, and you can't seem to break through this massive wall of satanic energy opposing you, you discover that if you redirect your faith, energy, and actions, you can cause that wall to disintegrate. You can cause that wall to shatter And then, as you're praising God and worshiping him in spirit and truth, you can make a space for and release a space for the Lord God Almighty to pour out the power of his Holy Spirit on your life. When the power of the Holy Spirit is poured out on your life, then the chains are shattered, the strongholds are dismantled, and you discover that you now are a person who is more than capable of accomplishing the impossible. Now, in addition to that, you have the supernatural power of going beyond your earthly limitations. So no matter what dilemma, no matter what uh, 
opposition you may face as an individual person, God has given you the supernatural power to more than be a conqueror, to more than be an overcomer, and you will discover that you can do things, accomplish things, achieve things, and win victories that ordinary people cannot do. They simply cannot uh, live in the miraculous realm. What is preventing people like you or me or other people, what prevents us from living, walking, breathing, thinking, achieving in the miraculous realm? What blocks us? What disempowers us? What disempowers us from walking in the realm of the miraculous is really one word, unbelief. When we enter into a lifestyle or a modality of living in which we embrace and stand on unbelief, that unbelief functions like a seed of an unbelief. And no matter how small that seed is of unbelief, that seed of unbelief will grow slowly and incrementally, and you will discover that as time passes, the seed of unbelief planted in your heart will grow and grow and grow until it becomes a mighty oak tree. It becomes a fortified tree that has tremendous strength, tremendous power, and tremendous resistance. So this could be called phase one. And in exercising dominion over this present earth system. And we should never be afraid of using the terminology of exercising dominion over the present earth system. That's not something we should shy away from. Because when we trace back our DNA history, when we trace back our genetic history, we discover that our genetic DNA history is composed of men and women, beginning with Adam and Eve, who open themselves up to, they open themselves up to the Spirit of God, and they willfully allowed the Spirit of God, by exercising their faith, they willfully allowed the Spirit of God to tear down the satanic strongholds or the satanic arguments of unbelief that wage war against our purpose and destiny. So we don't want to be caught in this circular trap of endlessly waging war against our alternative or counterfeit purpose and destiny. We want to position ourselves for victory, and the way we do that is we operate our lives by coming at our lives and by allowing the Lord to come through our lives, utilizing the law of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I want to help you get there in terms of the level of your faith, the power of your faith, the quality of your love, the intelligence of your faith. I want to help you get there. I want to help you get there by abiding in the miraculous and by abiding in faith. I want to help you get there. And I can help you get there if you will come and listen to what I have to share with an open mind as a believer in, in biblical truth. And if you will be open to biblical truth, and if you will be a believer with an open mind, you can see your life completely revolutionary in a revolutionary manner and in a radical manner. You can see your entire life totally rebuilt, totally refashioned, and coming together at, at a far higher order than you previously thought. See, a lot of people mistakenly think that this, this ability to achieve on the level of phenomenal excellence is just relegated to a tiny percentage of believers, and the rest of us believers are going to starve, are going to be in perpetual opposition, and are going to experience a steady stream of failure after failure after failure. But that is not the plan of God for your life. The plan of God for your life is to overcome, to achieve, and to be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. 
I need you to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. I need you to believe God for the impossible. And as you study God's word with me and believe God for the impossible, together we will conquer and take the promised land. Together we will allow the Lord to reframe our consciousness. We will allow the Lord to rebuild our inner man, our inner woman from within. And then when we have arrived at that destination of faith, then there's nothing that the Lord can put before us that we cannot achieve and that we cannot do. This is Paul McGuire. Visit the paulmcguire.us website immediately and get yourself at great book discounts. Get yourself a hold. Grab a hold of biblical truth. Biblical truth is available to you at paulmcguire.us. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. Okay, now we're going to go into a major shift. Let's call it a paradigm shift. We're going to turn about 180 degrees. What we're going to turn or transform 180 degrees at least is our ability to think on the very highest levels, to reach into the arena of extremely, of accessing extremely powerful cognitive abilities. We're going to uh, transcend the countless earthbound uh, limitations limitations that consist of mental and spiritual barriers which produce things like lack, sickness, disease, defeat, being made into slaves, uh, succumbing to disease, succumbing to uh, defeat in spiritual battles. And we're going to enter the dimension of the spiritual world where God exists. So so what is going to be the causative energy of entering this dimension where God exists is we simply, like right at this very moment, you're going to make a choice, I'm going to make a choice, others listening to this are going to make a choice, and you need to pass the links for this along. So you're going to make a choice, an all-important choice. You should write down the date in a notebook, in a diary or something, with a note or you know a couple of sentences, so that years from now, when you go back and revisit the note that you wrote to yourself and the date, it will be a reminder to you that the Lord was faithful in... in uh, completing his promises to you, even though during the 10 years where nothing seemed to be happening, even though there was that dormant period, the fact of the matter is the Lord was faithful to you, and he brought about a massive reorientation in your life that that was beyond anything you thought. Let me just digress for a moment. I remember being in a state outside of New York City. It was a a Western state. And I remember um, I went there with nothing intentionally. And by that, I mean, maybe you haven't heard my testimony. I don't know if you have. But I made a decision. I was relatively new, newly saved. But the Lord put his hand on me in, in a very quick period of time. And I found myself being the producer the host, the minister, the promoter of this giant uh, outreach called the Lamb Supper Club, which consisted of a large concert hall, ballrooms, conference rooms, television facilities, theater facilities, and on and on and on. I mean, it was very impressive because even though it needed needed some refurbishing, it still, when it was built, I guess it was in the early 1920s. It, it it was built as one of Manhattan's most exclusive actors' clubs, uh, 
producers of plays, intellectuals, famous people would stay there. And it was elegant in its interior and exterior. And it was a God thing that uh, the ministry that I worked for got it. But it was also a God thing that, you know, I came from the New Age, altered states of consciousness, radical politics and all the rest of that stuff. And I came back to New York City. And I, I just don't understand people today. They miss the greatest source of blessing that is possible to them. And that is when you learn the potential blessing that is inherent to you, when you choose to volunteer with a ministry, or when you choose to give of your finances and make a a donation, a contribution, and give of your money on a regular basis in order to empower and help that ministry, when you do things like that, that come under the umbrella of giving, you know, this, this, this notion of giving being strictly a matter of some kind of legalistic number that you give based on your paycheck and based on, um, you know, whatever you're being told at church, that's, that's not really giving in the biblical sense. Giving in the biblical sense is not this legalistic demand. Giving in a biblical sense is when you give everything. But you don't experience a law because, listen to this, this is the most important part of teaching people to to give and to give everything. But let's not play games, okay? Let's not, let's not beat around the bush. When you, if, if you feel that you're being coerced or, or pressured into giving uh, of your resources to, to bless God, that that's good, but you know what? Most people there are the exceptions. Uh, most people don't give in proportion to what they have or what they expect to have. So what they're doing, whether they realize it or not, is they're locking the supernatural power of God out of the equation of their giving, their tithing, and and donating what could be called their seed into a ministry or a minister. When you give your money, your proper biblical outlook should not be one of, oh, I'm losing money, or this this desperate feeling, I, I can't, the Lord spoke to me, but I, I can't give that amount because, um, you know, I might lose, I might be broke, I may not be able to pay for this, I may not be able to pay for that. The Lord is not asking you to be a fool. Okay, let's get that straight right up front. But the Lord, why would the, does, does, does the Lord need your money to do anything? No. So why does the God uh, uh, put this principle in the Bible? Because, it, because God is love, and it's God's intention to totally set you free from the law of sin and death. And the law of sin and death is what causes poverty, depletion, a lack of resources, etc., etc. So if you want to be an inheritor of the blessings of God in Christ Jesus during this earthly lifetime, you have to learn how to be a bold and joyous giver. Now, if you're burdened down with guilt, you can't be a bold and joyous giver. The only people who can be bold and joyous givers are those people who have been set free by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, those people who have been set free by the Spirit of Truth, and they are no longer chained to the, to, to the darkness of spiritual laws which lies to them about poverty and lack and things of that nature. That's not where God has taken you. God wants you to be a joyous giver and, and, and a, a giver that's filled with faith because God wants to instill in you a spirit of expectancy where you go on a kind of autopilot. You know from previous experiences that when you give to God, when you donate to God, when you contribute to God as he requires you to do, the result will be you will experience a phenomenal and miraculous release based on your giving, your donations, and um, your planting of seeds. 
it, it, you should be able to go on a kind of autopilot and fully, not be a fool, but fully rest in the truth that whatever you sow, that you shall also reap. This is a primary principle in God's kingdom, and it's the opposite principle at work in the kingdom of Satan or darkness. So this is how it plays out. You you can know from the Bible that when you give or or give a donation or plant your seed or invest your life or volunteer, when you give big, when you give aggressively, you can count on it in terms of a fact that you will experience the law of reciprocity, which means whatever you sow, that shall you also reap. You will experience the law of reciprocity. So whatever you give, you can expect to get back in return, not for being foolish, but because you're giving in accordance with precisely what God is telling you to give. And now you are released. Once you understand that, once you have a revelation of that truth in your inner man or inner woman, once you understand that truth, you are set free from the law of sin and death. You are set free from the spirit spirit of poverty and lack. And so you no longer should have the mentality of, oh my God, I'm going to lose money. I'll be broke. I won't be able to make my mortgage payment, my car payment, etc., etc. Once again, God is not calling you to be a fool and to mismanage your money and to spend money you don't have. Let's get clear on that. But what God is calling you to do is to respond in faith, to respond in obedience to whatever God is calling you to give, to donate and contribute. And when God tells you to contribute or donate something, radically obey him, knowing by faith that whatever you donate to the Lord is like a seed, and that which you sow, you shall also reap. And when you walk in that, in its fullness and its power and its dynamism, guess what happens? They're, they're a literal, dunamis, dynamite power explosion of the Holy Spirit detonates in the invisible realm and destroys the strongholds of fear, bondage, lack, and poverty. They are eradicated. They are destroyed as you give to God in faith. As you give to God in faith, you synchronize with the laws of the God of the universe, the God of the Bible. And when you synchronize in his laws, you move with a momentum, a speed, a power, a deliverance that there's no way of explaining the fullness of it without walking in it. And this is a promise of God to you, and you should be like rejoicing in the fact that that God has called you to learn this lesson. Okay, so every life, every dream, every goal, everything a person purposes to do, everything a person wants to achieve in life, every man or woman usually has a long list of things that they dream would happen in their lives, that they would achieve in their lives. They have a dream of it. And usually what is blocking the release of that dream is unbelief um, and a lack of expectancy based on faith about just how real the promises of God are and just how real it is that God intends to reward you and bless you when you abide in him by faith. Now, this is a very simple spiritual lesson. But in the simplicity of the spiritual lesson, I have handed you a series of keys on a ring. Every one of these keys represents a a, uh, key to unlock a doorway of blessing, knowledge, wisdom, healing, provision, and so on and so forth. So the key that I'm handing you in the spiritual realm is the spiritual key. When you, by faith, use your spiritual key and by faith open the doors, uh, which unlock the doors to miraculous provision, 
miraculous blessing. When you unlock any one of those doors, supernatural provision will come your way. Supernatural blessing will come your way. And you will be blessed on the level of the supernatural. Okay, so where does that take us? That takes us incrementally to a higher position, a higher level of faith. The Lord is now inviting you. This is heavy, man. The Lord says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever hears me and opens the door, I will come in and sup with him, which means I will come in and have fellowship with him. What God is saying to you right now, at this moment, and at this second, the Lord is speaking to you. It's not merely a matter of words. It's a matter of words fully anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So these words transcend words. They are electrically Holy Spirit amplified words that radiate with God-given divine energy. And when you speak them in faith, they force reality to bend and they force reality to conform to, to your desire and intention. Because this is a blessing that God has told you is yours if you obey it and follow it out in faith. If you obey it and follow it out in faith, you can listen. You can reconfigure your reality. You can transform your reality. And you can open doors supernaturally. You can cause things to happen and manifest in your life supernaturally. And you can become more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus supernaturally. So that's where we are. How do we win the battle? The way we win the battle is we have to move from simply being natural, earthly, human strength ordered spiritual warriors who totally rely on their human strength, their human ability. You're going to move from that identity to a real identity. And in this, by adopting this real identity, you are conforming into the image of Jesus Christ, and now you are filled with power from on high. You are now clothed with power from on high, and you are receiving the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the supercharged energy of the Holy Spirit you are receiving. And now, at this very second, out of your inmost being will flow rivers of living water. You will be set free from bondage poverty, and other such things by the supernatural delivering hands of Almighty God. Wow! I mean, really, wow! You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. That's intense. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Jump on it. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Jump on it. Visit our website and grab yourself copies of my new books like Power from on High, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, Conquering the Matrix, The Day the Dollar Died, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and other books I have available to you at a super discount now. And you can get them at a discount, and then you can read them and reread them. Because I promise you that in the context, the context of the books that I've written, I promise you that they are downloaded with the dunamis power of God and solid biblically-based teaching on how to grow in God, how to, to, to increase in the wisdom of God, how to learn how to walk in faith and blessing and victory, and how to achieve the dreams that God has called you to dream and do. When you do all of this, you will discover you will experience metamorphosis. That means radical transformational change, just like the butterfly morphs, uh, well, excuse me, just like the moth morphs into a beautiful butterfly. It morphs into a beautiful butterfly because buried in its genetic code, it's part moth, which is ugly and kind of disgusting, 
and will eat your clothes. But it is intended, it is designed by God to morph into a beautiful butterfly with brightly colored, brand new wings. Now, in addition to that, the metamorphosis, the miraculous transformation induced by God, is ready to take you to even a higher level. You will experience a transcendental transformation where you escalate, you move beyond the confines of your mortal dimension, and you become all that you ever dreamed you could possibly become. You become a new man or a new woman in Christ Jesus. And when you become a new man or a new woman in Christ Jesus, you are then ready to rock because you have become more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. This is Paul McGuire. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Okay, bottom line here is we're looking at planet Earth right now, and I want to give you a global view and a multidimensional view of planet Earth. Planet Earth right now is under an all-out assault. Planet Earth is under an all-out siege by ultra-powerful, technologically smart men, women, globalist organizations, trillionaire bankers. This 1% of the human population is currently dominating uh, economically 99% of the human population. So a 1% ruling class is dominating the rest of the 99% of the human population. And they have outlined or rolled out their program that can be identified or classified as nothing less. These, these trillionaire gangsters, these, this Luciferian elite, their, their goal, their goal in its totality is nothing less than the all-out takeover and dominion of human civilization, of, of the society of man, and they fully intend to dominate, oppress, imprison all of humanity using a, a full-spectrum domain of technological, scientific, and metaphysical weaponry that, that operates on a supernatural level. In other words, what you have to grasp, you have to reject the dumbed-down thinking that you have inherited as an American and as an American Christian. You have to reject the dumbed-down thinking, which has programmed you to believe that you are powerless, that you are essentially a slave and there's nothing you can do about it. You have to reject your programming that you are doomed to poverty and there's no way out. You're just going to live in a virtual prison cell for the rest of your life. And these men and women have plotted a very demonic, satanic agenda in which they attempt, attempt to exterminate <clears throat> hundreds of billions and billions of people. They flat out intend to exterminate billions and billions of people through various sophisticated technological and scientific methodologies of euthanasia. Euthanasia means the mass killing off of certain races, the mass killing off of certain demographic and genetic groups. So, for example, Adolf Hitler learned all about the science of eugenics when he and his scientists visited the Rockefeller laboratories in Cold Spring, New York, and they selected people that they perceived were, were inferior genetically. And then once they determined the inferiority of these people genetically, they developed a euthanasia eugenics program that was designed to exterminate millions of people that they deemed, you know, undesirable and uh, lacking in the DNA and genetic superiority necessary for Hitler to carry out his long-term goal of creating a master race. So the Nazis, the Germans, 
who were eugenicists, who were militant Darwinian evolutionists, they allowed the spirit of Satan and the wisdom of Satan or Lucifer to instruct them and teach them how they could use science and technology to to give themselves enhanced clarity of thinking. And they began what was known as a Holocaust program in Nazi Germany, where they selected on purpose uh, people that they felt were, were, were genetically inferior. So, so people who were retarded and had certain uh, hereditary genetic illnesses, people that were of certain races or blind or had physical defects or, or who were unusually uh, dumbed down, people that, that were considered substandard and inferior were all subjected to this uh, genetic cleansing program where the weak, the defective people of, of, of that uh, category were sent into the Nazi concentration camps where they were exterminated in the camps through poisonous gas and hot ovens. So they burned the undesirables, which, which, which consisted of a massive percentage of Jews. They, they burned alive in the gas ovens millions and millions of Jews and others, and they killed in the, uh, not only the gas chambers, they, they put them in the ovens where they were burned alive in a horrific death. On top of that, the Nazi genetic scientists performed on these people the most cruel, barbaric, disgusting, evil, demonic, and satanic programs of mass death possible. Hitler was taken over by a demon-possessed madman. If you simply asked any of Adolf Hitler's Nazi generals, they were all deeply involved in the occult, and they were high-level members of occult secret societies, and they belonged to such secret societies as the Vril Society, as the Thule Society, and they relied on supernatural, clairvoyant guidance to give them a supernatural guidance of how to achieve the full conquest of planet Earth. And so the reason the Hitler Nazi rocket scientists and the Hitler Nazi mind control scientists and the Hitler Nazi uh, genetic scientists were so prolific and cutting edge is that they thought out of the box. They uh, began to bring in knowledge from uh, other realms, uh, spiritual, demonic worlds. They began to bring in knowledge, supernatural knowledge. And they conducted supernatural conversations with the Nazi elite. You go back to 1926, and and you see that the Nazi elite is secretly meeting with a group of women known as the Vril Yah maidens, who were members of the occultic Vril Yah society. And the Vril Yah maidens were beautiful, clairvoyant women who knew how to harness the occultic Vril force, which the Nazis believed came to Earth in a massive UFO which crashed deep under the ice in Antarctica. And um, they uh, settled and uh, created a, a Nazi race uh, uh, of people who utilized the Vril force. But they were actually extraterrestrials, so Hitler claimed. And they they built advanced rocket technology, advanced science, and gave them advanced occultic weapons, all based on the blueprint and designs of what was known as the Varel Force. Okay, I bring you up to speed on all of this in my books. You need to get a bunch of them, and you need to pass them around and take it upon yourself to read it with coffee or whatever, and download the the, the rocket powered truths in the books. And speaking of rocket-powered truths in the books, I talk about stuff 
regarding the Nazi mind control program, the Nazi um, rocket program, the Nazi clairvoyant program, the Nazi program harnessing supernatural entities from another dimension. I talk about all of this sequentially. You need to order my books at a discount right now. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. And get yourself a copy now of Power on High. These books are at a discount right now. Get a copy of Power from on High, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind, A Prophecy of the Future of America, uh, Volumes 1 and 2, Conquering the Matrix, The Day the Dollar Died, and other books. You need to grab them while they're still available. And when you read the contents, I promise you, you will experience a series of incremental revelations and incremental insights into the authentic supernatural power of God. You will grow in the supernatural power of God. Conversely, when the backslidden Christians who started the Frankfurt School in in Germany, they were indoctrinated in the belief that the Bible is powerless, the Bible has no miracles, the Bible has no resurrection of Christ, no Virgin Mary. The satanic uh, teachers that grabbed hold of Nazi Germany began to uh, place an ironclad spiritual system of, of pervasive unbelief all over Germany. And all the people who were going to the German schools of theological higher criticism were being inundated with theological unbelief, theological um, uh, disbelief, and an all-powerful, all-pervasive theological uh, lights-out policy, where they extinguished all forms of accessing the supernatural power of God as taught in the Bible. Now, my book, Power from on High, reverses this curse, because this curse that I just mentioned to you took over Germany, America, Russia, Europe, and many nations of the world. It was a theology of unbelief. But the Lord began to reveal to me how by reintroducing the supernatural power of God to the church, by reintroducing that powerful uh, truth, God's people can once again regain their lost power and recapture the various lands that the Lord God has given his people um, in, in covenant blessing. And that includes the covenant blessing of being given the land of America as an inheritance to the pilgrims and Puritans. And in that, God supernaturally infused the pilgrims and Puritans with power from on high, which, which, which was brought about immediately after um, a first great awakening, a second great awakening. And I believe if God's people will obey him in faith, we are rapidly, you should be excited about this, man, we are rapidly approaching the prospect of a third great awakening that will shake this earth with the power of God. God is not going to simply allow this earth to be plundered, raped, destroyed, tortured, mutilated, and bashed in the head with demonically enslaved, uh, uh, demonically filled soldiers. The soldiers of Satan are not going to be given over uh, in having free reign to conquer and plunder and to destroy the, the true armies of God. The true armies of God will rise under the call and the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the last days. This has never happened before to this degree. The armies of God, which are all over America, all over the world, all over different continents, they have been suffering, they have been attacked, they have been besieged for decade after decade after decade. But we are now approaching in the middle of the greatest season of horrific spiritual battle between the angels and demons, when the battle has never been hotter and more ruthless. If you listen carefully and open your spiritual ears, if you listen carefully and open your spiritual eyes, 
you can hear definitively the call of God's people by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And when the Lord God himself calls his people, the children of God, supernaturally, and many of you, as you're in prayer and as you're listening to me, discuss this promise from God to be to 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 be qualified to hear the call of God in the middle of battle. I want to tell you that right now, at this second, there are countless numbers of people all over the United States, all over the world. You may be one of them. And let me remind you, it's not your imagination, but you are being called now by the supernatural power of God. You are being called. And you may feel dismayed, disoriented. You may experience an emotional reeling. But nevertheless, the fact remains, you are being called by the supernatural power of God for such a time as this. So if you listen carefully, you can hear the reverberation coming from the frequency of the sound of God's voice. Just like all of creation, when it was being created, it responded to the frequency of the voice of God in the book of Genesis. So when God says stuff to to all of creation, like, let there be light, bam, there was light. And let there be this, and let there be that. And God specifies the order of creation. And it comes to pass, as God declares with his words, that it is so. So he says over and over again, let there be light, or let there be this. So right now, I'm telling you, as a servant of the Lord Most High God, many of you are hearing the voice of the Lord speak to your inner man and inner woman. And you're hearing words like, let there be light, and let there be replenishment, let there be water, let there be healing, let there be provision, let there be supernatural wisdom, let there be a fresh release of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, not seen since the days when Jesus Christ told his disciples that you are to tarry in Jerusalem until the Father sends you power from on high. So Jesus Christ told his disciples that they were to tarry in Jerusalem until the Father sent upon them power from on high, or clothed them with power from on high. So right now, if we will maintain this, this posture and attitude of faith in the Word of God, if we will walk with faith in the Word of God, and if we will stand according to faith in the Word of God, God will right now open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there isn't room enough to receive. God right now is opening the windows of heaven, and he's pouring out the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. He's pouring out power from on high. He's pouring out the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He's pouring out the the invasion of the angelic armies into the earth to invade the earth. God, listen, God is raising himself up slowly, but intentionally and regally. God is raising himself up from his throne room in heaven. So right now, from his throne room in heaven, God is raising himself up, and as he raises himself up, he correspondingly pours out the supernatural power of God, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. And out of that, there is rejuvenation, there's a release of the life force, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Together, together we have been called, we have been born into a time period such as this. Together, or two or more of us agree on earth as touching anything, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Together we will take the land. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. <laughs>